Hello everyone and welcome to the Be Light, Shine Bright podcast. My name is Pakala Kiara and I'll be your host. Here we discuss life and how the different facets of it can influence our mental health. We will talk about therapy, interventions, mental health and life experiences. Remember, if you like it, feel free to give us a share and invite your friends and loved ones to listen. The title for this episode is Stop Lighting Yourself on Fire. Now, this comes from one of my most favorite quotes, which says, Stop lighting yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Other variations of this quote might be, you are not required to light yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Now to me, that quote pretty much says it all with what it says. But it means to me, you are not required to hurt yourself to make other people feel better or to make life easier for other people. You're not required to burn yourself out to make sure that other people are comfy you are first and foremost your responsibility so your first responsibility before anything else in life is yourself i've said this a lot in different ways and different shapes and different forms in lots of my other podcast episodes but you know there's a reason why on the plane they tell us to fit our own mask first before moving on to our children and dependents first and foremost we are our own responsibility our own job like (laughs) we have to love ourselves first we have to love ourselves before we even know how to love another person we have to love ourselves so that we feel worthy enough to accept love from another person And we don't have to earn love. People will love us for who we are. It's nice to do nice things for people. It's nice to go out of your way to be kind. It is good to be a considerate person. However, you really shouldn't give more than you get back. You will end up in the negative. So there was another really great quote that I read. And it goes something along the lines of you cannot keep keep giving away more than you are getting back in your account will be in the negative know when to learn low when to close the account learn when to close it learn when people are taking too much from you and you're not getting anything back now this may be difficult for those of us who are in the helping profession Uh, It's literally our job to care for people. Um, But I'm talking about in life. If we're constantly giving and giving and giving and getting nothing in return, we will feel that. We will feel the lack of exchange there. The lack of exchange in energy, in effort, in consideration. When we are doing our job, we are getting reimbursed. We are getting money for a service. That's sweet. That's what we do for your job. You know, not all relationships are transactional. Not all relationships will we get back immediately what we put in. For example, you know, yeah, you might argue that kids give you love and that's worth all the effort that you put in as a parent. 
but the reality is we might have to wait a long time to see a return on all our effort our love our money our time all of those things we put into our children and we love our children they love us back usually unconditionally you know that's kind of the return that we get from a child but sometimes you know we do have to wait a long time before they realize all the effort that we have put in for them um but your relationships with adults while not transactional it's still very important to know and to pay attention to how you feel around somebody else if somebody else is making you feel really really bad or they're stressing you out or you feel dramatically drained after seeing them that's probably not your person you should hang around people that light you up you should be around people who are kind to you considerate of you who are thoughtful who you just enjoy hanging out with now this goes for partners friends but family members sometimes we think we have to tolerate family because they are our family we do not have to tolerate abuse just because someone is blood related to us we do not have to tolerate emotional blackmail just because someone is blood related to us we don't even have to tolerate disrespect or people pushing our personal boundaries too far just because they are blood related boundaries are always set with the intention for a relationship to continue if someone is trying to set a boundary with you they are trying to say hang on wait a minute what you're doing to me right now is something that i don't want to accept or it's something that i usually would not accept i love you i want this relationship to continue but for that to happen i really need you to respect my boundaries i really need you to say stop doing this thing I really need you to respect what I'm saying here and respect the rules I set out for myself and those that belong to me. You know, a boundary should not be seen as a form of punishment or reprimand or something that is set because that person hates you or doesn't like you or wants to hurt you in some way, shape or form. Boundaries are always, always set so that that person can continue their relationship with you i have done a podcast episode of course i have on boundaries uh, it's also linked in with some information about emotional wounds and apologies it is towards the very beginning of my podcast so it would have been back in 2020 so scroll through my podcast episodes have a listen to that one if this is something that you want a little bit more info on or you can't quite wrap your head around boundaries but yeah we don't need to set ourselves on fire to keep other people warm we don't need to let people broach our boundaries just so that they feel okay you know there might be a number of reasons why you struggle with boundaries you know another quote that i really really like that i saw this week is you are not required to be considerate in situations where you are not being considered because respect is a two-way street give respect get respect i have also done a podcast episode on respect so for more on respect and how it works and what it looks like highly recommend going back and listening to that one too but this quote is so true you are not required to put yourself out or to be disrespected 
by someone who is not respecting you why should you disrespect yourself and allow them to disrespect you if you have been perfectly respectful to them it's not fair you're going to feel worse and worse the more you let this continue so pay attention to those people who make you feel good who make you feel relaxed who make you feel like you can be totally yourself and for neurodivergent individuals this is so so important because we need those types of people around us who we feel safe enough to unmask i am a neurodivergent person who for the most part in most instances in my life i haven't really masked very much i know this to be true because people say things to me like you have a resting b-i-t-c-h face you know you look cranky i thought you were such a b word when i first saw you you know um i'm also known for being quite straightforward blunt um opinionated <laughs> i try to do this as much as possible i try to do this with kindness um now that i'm older perhaps my delivery when i was younger was not always so however i know that these things indicate that i don't often mask i do mask um sometimes at school or at work just to get through the day um but for the most part i don't mask my face i don't hide behind a a different expression and that's not for any other reason i'm not saying masking is bad i think some sometimes masking is required especially for a neurodivergent person in a neurotypical world but um, what I am saying is that sometimes when we learn to mask or we have to mask so much to function in the world as a neurodivergent person, we may go too far. We may injure ourselves in the process. We may become really, really passive or submissive. We may become a people pleaser so that people don't uh, feel annoyed by us. So it's very, very important as a neurodivergent individual to have people that are safe that are your people that are your safe people where you can drop that mask and you don't have to be anything other than yourself most of us <laughs> as neurodivergent people usually find a neurodivergent friend or most of our friends our close friends are neurodivergent even if they don't know it themselves um but even if they aren't, even if they are a neurotypical person, it's so important. Even if you are a neurotypical person, it's so important that you find that safe person that you can be totally yourself with, that you feel safe at home, loved, lit up by. Um, whether that's a partner, whether that's a best friend, whether that's a family member, it's so important to have those types of people in your life. This is a short interruption to let you know that if you or a loved one is experiencing difficulty or is in need of more support, you can find me at maramacounseling.com. Be sure to check out the audio resources page also where you'll have access to a number of free resources that will help you to feel relaxed. Be sure to take advantage of my 20 minute free initial session. I am also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Can't wait to work with you. Now, as I said just before, sometimes when we are lighting ourselves on fire, it might not feel 
awful at the beginning it might just feel like you know you've put your feet a bit too close to the fireplace or you know you're standing too close to the heater um, sometimes it might feel like nothing um, but if we keep doing it over and over again or we keep getting closer and closer or we keep pushing ourselves into the fire we might end up really really hurt or burned we might even end up feeling burned out you cannot keep giving and giving and giving endlessly to someone without getting anything back or without giving that back to yourself so a conversation I've had with a few clients this week um, has been about when something bad happens or when something negative happens or when something really really stresses you out Try to make it a priority to do something nice for yourself. Sometimes we can't count on other people to make reparations. We definitely <laughs> can't always count on people immediately realizing what they've done wrong and being ready to apologize. You know, that's really, really wishful thinking. In my experience, people usually take some time to process and come to terms with what they have done. And sometimes, sadly, in my experience, some people never ever reach that point. Some people are never wanting to take accountability they're never willing to do that you know they're not ready to admit that they're wrong or they might never have been taught how to do that um, there is a generation of people that from my observations and maybe it's just the people that I've grown up with <laughs> um, that don't know how to apologize that don't know how to make amends that don't know how to repair something that they've broken that don't know how to put their hand up and go it, it was me I stuffed up you know I I need to work on myself and I would do anything to make that up to you um, if this is you and if you find it hard to do that I've done a few podcast episodes on apologies the one I mentioned before about boundaries um, but I've also done one or a few on accountability, living intentionally, shame and guilt and how those emotions can actually help us. So go back and listen to those if that's something that appeals to you. But there is nothing wrong with apologizing. A good apology includes the words, I'm sorry. I promise I will never do that again. Or do my very best to never do that again. I really understand what I did wrong. How can I make it up to you? How can I make this better? I want to make this better. That is a good apology. <laughs> um, but for more info on that, go back and listen to those podcast episodes. But, you know, sometimes we don't get that straight away. So what I've been recommending to clients this week is that if you've had negative interaction or if you've had something bad happen to you or you've just had some bad luck, really important to love on yourself and give yourself positive things give yourself something that makes you feel good you know this could be a self-care activity um, some that I've tried to give myself this week to counterbalance and balance out all those yucky interactions I had last week is um, one of them is I have a shakti mat which is a spiky pressure acupressure mat so that's an act of self-care to some people that might seem like torture. But to me, it makes me feel really relaxed. It increases blood flow. It helps with sore, tired muscles. That is an act of self-care that I've engaged in. Um, another one is uh, I have a face roller, a crystal face roller. So I'll do that as well. Um, that helps with 
um, me being overstimulated as well helps uh, calm my nervous system down before I go to bed too. Um, something else that I like to do over night time is use my neurofeedback device. So I use uh, a Mendy device um, and I like to do French. So those might not seem like self-care activities, but I like to take care of my brain as well. Um, other things that I've done is attend my self-care appointments like physio. I've also gone to supervision this week. I did psychology appointments last week. So those are some things that I do for self-care. But what you do will look different. I really do usually like to exercise, but I have pushed myself a bit too far. <laughs> I've set myself on fire um, a bit too much this last month. And I just do not feel like going to the gym. So I have been um, doing my little arm workouts that the physios told me to do and my, my back exercises um, for the moment. And it's okay to do that. It's okay to fluctuate. Your best varies from day to day, you know, and I know I've pushed myself a little bit too far. So please don't feel like you did a bad thing if you did the same thing. Sometimes we we don't know when we've pushed ourselves too far. Sometimes we have issues that impact that. I myself, as a neurodivergent person, have in issues with interoception, issues with executive dysfunction that often um, I can't actually tell until it's too late that I've um, you know, pushed myself too far. But now that I have, I can use that as a learning opportunity and kind of know the red flags for next time so everything that we do that might be a mistake or we we term as bad can be good we can learn from these things you can be a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time we don't have to be perfect all the time and you know life is a, a process of growth we are meant to grow over our lifetime you know you're not a tree you can move around anywhere you want you can do things that you might have thought were impossible yesterday. We are always growing and changing and every day is a new opportunity to make life something that you want to live, something that is worth living. Your best varies from day to day. The issues and things that are brought to you vary from day to day you might be the first time you've ever dealt with such a thing before it's okay to mess up it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to maybe not handle it the best way you could have the first time around it's okay to learn and grow and put new policies and procedures and uh, different ways of doing things in place that's totally okay we live and we learn. Oh, I'm so full of these cliches and quotes tonight, but these things become sayings for a reason. Lots of people have discovered that life is a, a growing process, that life is something that we, we continue to grow and learn while we're doing. So yeah, you are not required to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. You are not required to tolerate disrespect, abuse. Um, you're not required to push and push and push and push and push just to keep everybody else comfy. You are not required to push yourself so far that you take 
a really long time to recover rest is not something that you have to earn rest is something that you need to do all the time and i don't even like the word need rest is something that you deserve without having done any hard work our bodies need rest every day with sleep i still think sleep is weird personally i always have thought it's weird that we just power down at night and go to bed <laughs> i get that everybody does it i get that all animals do it it just seems so weird to me that our body is stationary for hours and hours every night um recharging and resting but obviously it's something that we need otherwise we wouldn't do it if we didn't need it but you don't have to earn your rest rest is something that is just a state of being for you i hope that you've learned something good from this podcast um so yeah if, if nothing take away the message that boundaries are there so that relationships can continue rest is required and necessary and normal it's okay to take a break your best will vary from day to day if someone is negative towards you or you experience something negative i highly recommend that you do something positive to counterbalance that and it's good to have safe people and hang around safe people and people that you can be yourself with um, people that don't require you to set yourself on fire to keep them warm until next time guys this concludes this episode of the be light shine bright podcast from Maramar counseling i'm pakala kiara and i hope you enjoyed listening today keep your eyes peeled and your ears ready for more episodes in the future and remember be light shine bright until next time